Oh, hey, game, game, game. This is it. Let's get the ball rolling. Okay guys, this is it, this is it. Balikan natin ito, straight to the point na tayo. Ito na, pag-usapan natin itong uh, Tambalos Los context. So kanina dun sa, well, pre-vlog natin, pinag-usapan natin yung buong konteksto na itong discussion na ito, anong relevance nito. At matagal ko sinisabi na may iba dyan, may balak maging Prime Minister. At may iba dyan may interest na magpupush tayo for a parliamentary system dahil nga about calculus about 2028 or at least based on our understanding of what 2028 could look like. Right? Medyo debatable yan. Okay, ito, ito, ito. Pag-usapan natin ito, mga, mga kameta. Importante ito. Okay? This is very, very important. So, as you remember, si, si Pantalian Alvarez was the former Speaker of the House. And one of the reasons why it's hard to forget him is because of what happened during the, if I'm not mistaken, third State of the Nation address of President uh, Digong when nagkaroon ng legislative coup, congressional coup, na temporarily, ito natanggal ito si Pantaleon Alvarez, si Arroyo pumasok and then parang nila reverse and then eventually si Arroyo naging uh, Speaker of the House and then natanggal ulit. Naalala niyo yung gulo na yan right? during the time na yan. Now, obviously uh, may pakanan daw dun sa pagtanggal kay Pantaleon Alvarez ay mga tinatawag na mga Powerpuff Girls. So, alright. Uh, may mga three powerful women dyan and of course, one of them is allegedly the current Vice President. Now, dito sa interview, makikita natin yung changing of alignments and, and, and realignments dito sa politika natin. And this is something important because if you remember, si Pantaleon Alvarez actually endorsed Lenny Robredo dun sa last year's elections at hindi niya in-endorse yung Uniteam. Probably it had to do also about that whole Powerpuff Girls and that whole coup situation. But now, medyo iba na naman yung inip ng hangin. Allies. Okay. Hindi, nakikita ko rito, hindi naman to People's Initiative. Hindi to PI. PI, di ba? People's Initiative. Hindi. TI ito, TI. What is that? Tampalus-Los Initiative. So, are you referring to specifically who? Be specific, sir. Alam mo, Karen, kilala natin, no? Lahat yan may ambisyon maging presidente. Ang problema, eh, kahit sa survey ng Senatoria Bols, kulay lahat. Okay. No. All right. Now we're a news program, so let's be specific. I'll ask you. Yeah, gusto kaya parang sorry ah, hindi yato buljaka na hindi yato ano ah, medyo ano magbagbagbagbag blind item, alright? Okay. Pag blind item, showbiz na yun masyado. Okay. Let's go straight to the point. Are you referring to the Speaker of the House? Yes. Okay. So you use the term tambaloslos. That was a similar term used by Vice President Sara Duterte, uh, referring to an unnamed person, right? Are you and, and Vice President Sara Duterte now allies? Yun. I want to ask you first directly, are you and the Vice President now allies? We have not talked yet, no? Pero Karen, if you will ask me if I will support her, categorically, yes, I will support her. For one reason, she is from Mindanao. No matter what happens, her heart is still a Mindanaoan. All right. Okay. So uh, let's move forward. So you say you haven't spoken, but will you? You will support the vice president. So do you believe then what you were saying 
is the people's initiative? Is it a people's initiative? And you believe it is it is um, instigated by the speaker? Is this it? Yes, I, I, I believe so. Okay, but what proof do you have of that? It's been denied over and over by the majority. All right, okay, so let me just go straight to the article and all for, for you guys. So uh, we can go into this. This is quite interesting because uh, we're seeing people associated with former President Duterte. People are still close to President Duterte. And some of them were now also aligning with the daughter of the former president and the current vice president. All of them going against charter change, which is something that you'll find interesting since alam naman natin pagdating sa mga DDS, sa mga supporters ni Digong, ito yung mga excited talaga na mag, uh, mag uh, charter change. Ito yung mga nagsasabi na charter change tayo, mala Switzerland na tayo, mala Singapore na tayo, yung mga ganyan type na alam mo na, di ba? Yung parang sinabi mo pag kinaya mo pag-shoot ni Michael Jordan, nilabas mo yung dila mo, tapos nag-shoot ka, maging kasinggaling ka ni Michael Jordan. Yung mga ganyan level of analysis. But anyway, um, eto, eto, eto. So, pag-usapan natin ito. Okay. So, Davao del Norte, first district representative. O nga pala, Davao, ano nun pala siya, no? Um, congressman pala siya, no? Uh, that's an interesting thing kasi may, mga na- may nakita rin akong post the other day. People say, you know, pag Davao, Davao, automatically they assume it's, it's just the Duterte there. But actually, there are many, many other players. Then, Nugraleses, and then my Alvarez, etc. So actually, the broader, the greater Davao region is very complicated. Tayo kasi pang Davao City lang alam natin, di ba? Uh, but the Davao politics is quite interesting. And also, Eastern Mindanao kind of politics is quite interesting dun sa mga hindi masyado nag-appreciate. Yung mga ibang Imperial Manila mag-isip. Yan, yung mga ganun. Alright? Ito, ito, ito. Tignan natin. So, I want to go systematically through this, uh, mga kameta. Kasi, this just tells you the nature of Philippine politics. Di ba? You really don't know if ang awayan talaga is... is uh, Ang awayan sa Pilipinas ay prinsipyo, argumento, or interest man lang. But, I find it still interesting. Alright? Even if it may be just about interest, it's still interesting. Inip ng hangin. Umiba na naman. Okay, ito. So, Davao del Norte, first district representative Pantaling Alvarez, on Monday said na hindi, hindi siya, uh, wala siyang tiwala dito sa uh, ongoing efforts na amyendahan yung ating sa Ligang Batas. Uh, so, in that sense, he joins President of the Senate, Big Zubiri, who also rejected the People's Initiative. Ang sinabi niya, I cannot see the importance of changing the Constitution now. They say it is for economic reasons. Is it the people's interest or somebody else's interest? All right. Which is exactly the question I raised on time digong. Is this chacha and all about really about the Philippine national interest, etc.? Or, ito pa, or this is really more about ang interes sa mga tao, iba dyan who want to extend their stay in office. Remember, isa sa mga versions na nakita natin ng charter change was a version that was about to remove all sorts of term limits. All sorts of term limits uh, sa ating mga politiko. Sino magbe-benefit dyan? Of course, yung mga political dynasties. Although I also mentioned to you yung law of unintended consequence na nung naglagay tayo ng term limit, uh, ang ginawa ng iba dyan is they worked around it by putting yung asawa nila, anak nila, kabit nila, anak ng kabit nila, whatever. But, but, doon mo talaga makikita ano ba talaga yung interest dito. And of course, ang argument ni Alvarez here is, uh, this is really about 2028. This is really about who will succeed the current president. And in a way, this is about preventing 
the daughter of Mindanao, the daughter of the former president, the current vice president from being uh, from becoming the next president in a sense, right? Uh, now, ano magagawa sa Senado? So, so, so hindi lang si Zubiri na dyan, si, 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 so actually, nag-joint nag forces na si Zubiri at saka Alvarez. And in a sense, I would say probably even some of the progressive independents in Senate also will have an interest in joining hands here. So, yun nga yung sinasabi ko na weird eh, na <laughs> parang nagsasama yung mga DDS at yung mga ayaw kay BBM at yung mga iba na medyo okay kay BBM pero may sarili din interest. So, ang complicated. Sobrang complicated itong situation na to. This is a very, very evolving situation. Si Robin Padilla naman, very interesting. Because alam naman natin si Senator Robin Padilla, ito yung naging senador on more or less single issue, which is gusto ng charter change. Ang argument naman ni uh, Robin Padilla is, mukhang malabo na magkakaroon ng charter change ever if you want to go through the uh, constitutional convention uh format uh, or any kind of format that gives Senate its due three-fourths power in determining whether we move towards a referendum and eventual change in the Constitution, right? What's his name? Robin Hood Padilla. Robin Hood Guys, the reason I am posting it here, I know it slows down the discussion a lot, but it's because I want to tell you guys, and when I discuss something, it's based on available evidence and discussions and exact quotes there. I always style mag, you know, I mean, the other day I just went, you know, straight 30 minutes, one hour, no problem. We can talk about issues, you no? Know? Uh, especially when it's about my take. But here, because not only is it a sensitive issue, it's a very important issue, and we want to be as factual and, and accurate as possible. So I think, huling major statement ni Robin Hood Padilla dito sa issue na yan, wala, walang chance yan dito sa Senado. Kaya nga, ang sinisabi ng House ay mag-people's initiative tayo eh. Kasi wala yan dito. Hindi yan sisikat dito. Tulog na tulog na nga ang himbing ng aming committee report dyan. Alright, yung committee report niya dyan sa, sa constitutional amendments. It has zero chance here sa English. That's why the House is calling for a people initiative because that won't be prosper. That won't be that won't prosper here. Mali naman tong... Our committee report is on the matter is sound asleep. Alright. Dadalin natin sa taong bayan at sa bawat distrito at kapag nakukuha tayo 12% sa voting population ng Pilipinas, pwede yan isama ng commission election sa election kung ira-ratify natin yan. And then after all that, you'll have a constituent assembly, the CONAS, to determine the final version of a new constitution. Alright? So, in a way, you can see that... Um, Robin Hood Padilla is kind of okay with it, but I just don't see him going all the way 100% supporting this like the other people. I believe that if congressmen supported the People's Initiative because it is their district, it would be easy. That's all we need. If you use the People's Initiative, you won't need Congress. It will go directly to the Comelec. If it gets 12% of the vote, then it will be included in the 2025 ballot. Ito yung magiging uh, essentially for ratification and referendum. If we wait for Congress, it won't happen. It's just pure talk in here. So essentially, na give up na si... si Si, si paring uh, Robin Hood Padilla dito sa Chacha through uh, normal uh, pro, uh, normal channels but yun nga eh, now I, I do not expect him also to be front and center supporting this dahil nga alam natin hindi sinusuport yan ng mga ibang DDS and I'm not and I doubt that the current vice president is very much supportive of this and then alam din natin kay pagdating kay um 
pagdating kay Robin Hood Padilla, I think more into federalism siya rather than just parliamentary. While alam natin yung mga iba nagpo-push sa People's Initiative and nagpo-push for charter change ngayon, ay siguro mas interesado sa parliamentary rather than federalism, right? Uh, I explained in a separate vlog why federalism is not good for the Philippines because in theory, everything is nice, alright? In theory, the 1987 Constitution was perfect. But, in, but the problem is praxis. And for you to know how it, it operates in praxis, you don't talk to lawyers, you talk to political scientists, you talk to economists, you, you talk to public administration experts, and anyone will tell you that in a situation where by my federalism tayo, halos sigurado na ang mangyari, mangyayari dyan is lalakas lalo yung mga trapo, warlords, dynasties dyan sa mga iba't ibang probinsya around the country dahil halos magkakaroon sila ng king-level power at yung, yung Imperial Manila na parati natin sinisisi sa mga kalokohan, let's not forget na Imperial Manila in many occasions is actually funding yung mga deficits sa tax collections ng mga ibang LGUs. Let's not forget na it had to be Imperial Manila which had to step down noong nagkaroon ng mga Sapano massacre kasi hindi ka pwede umasa sa mga local na korte, local na police dun sa mga ibang lugar na totally, totally hawak ng mga warlords. Hindi lang poligalang is total warlords. Oh, hindi na natin kailangan pangalanan. Alam nyo na sino mga yan. So, Uh, I have serious issue with federalism. In theory, I said I'm okay with parliamentary, but it has to be properly scrutinized, etc. So, let me end on this note. I think the best way to understand anong dapat maging approach natin dito. Uh, ang point of reference ko dito is yung Maharlika Fund. Alright? So, alam ko maraming nanonood dito ay hindi masyadong ano, believe dyan sa Maharlika Fund, to put it mildly. Yung iba dyan sobrang critical, yung iba dyan worried na worried na yung Maharlika Fund na gagawin 1MDB style yung Malaysia na corruption scandal. But this is what I'm gonna say. Yes, in theory, I have some questions with Maharlika Fund. And then considering, of course, yung, uh, alam mo na, kasaysayan ng mga iba dyan. Ibang pamilya dyan, parang, mm, I'm not sure about that. Knowing also the weakness of ating institutions, corruption sa itong bansay. Yes, but having said all of that, you have to be, you know, you, you know pag, pag nag-political analysis ka kasi na totoo, hindi ka pwede maging wishful thinking. Hindi ka pwede maging normative. Of course, ako, bilang isang, well, idealistic person, of course, may mga mungkahi ako, may mga conviction ako sa buhay, may mga ganun. At the same time, pag nag-political analysis ka, you have to look at things as they are. So, ang basa ko dito is, For a moment, if put aside natin yung, uh, yung questions of value judgment, whether good is good or bad, if you look at it from a policy analysis point of view, ang basa ko dito sa Chacha uh, is that we can learn a lot from the Maharlika Fund episode. Because if you look at yung pinakaunang version ng Maharlika Fund, and then titignan mo yung evolution ng Maharlika Fund, yung mga binago nila, kunyari, nung una gusto nila ilagay yung SSS, gusto nila lagay yung pension funds, GSIS, ganun. And then, kung titignan mo yung mga provisions nila dun sa, for instance, nung sa una, I think yung presidente ang mag-supervise. And then, tinanggal nila yan. And then, pinalitan nila yung uh, yung governance structure ng Maharlika Fund. So, if you look at the final version of Maharlika Fund that came out, it's it may not be still good for many people. Many people are still critical of it. Many people may question whether it's needed. But, If talagang decidido magpagchacha yung kasalukuyan na administration, and I suspect they'll be even stronger after midterm elections, so they'll have the numbers for that, they have the momentum for that, and hindi maging mahirap yung kuha ka ng 12% of the population, madali-arrange yun actually if you look at the state of play. 
Then, ang dapat strategy mo dito is, sabihin mo, okay, even if hindi natin ma-stop, uh, mahinto, itong cha-cha movement na yan, ang pwede natin gawin is, at least siguraduhin natin na yung final version na cha-cha na lalabas ay hindi yung pinaka-questionable, pinaka-problematic. Isuscrutinize dapat yan. You have to push back against that. You have to, you have to make sure na, um, you know, matatanggal yung mga mumbo-jumbo at scrutinize na mabuti para if ever magkakaroon ng charter change, this is something na most, more reflective ng ating interest. Oy, JTS, alam ko, troll ka, umayos ka dito. Ha? Don't waste my time here. Oy, mga kabubuan na ganyan. Ayan naman tayo eh. Guys, we're having a proper discussion. Kung hindi kaya na i-process ng ano nyo, di umalis kayo dito, di ba? Hindi naman kailangan eh. Okay, umayos kayo dyan. Anyway, balikan natin ito. Yan ang problema, kaya nga hindi tayo maangat. Dahil pag may, may nagsasalita ng matino, ay eh, itatroll lang natin gano'n. Umayos kayo dito. Hindi, <laughs> ito balikan natin to. So, for me, my sense is, pagdating kay BBM, susceptible siya sa pressure. At may kinigyan talaga ang organize kayo, push back against it. So, even if hindi mawala itong PI na ito, hindi mawala itong chacha na ito, at least there's a big, big, big chance na yung final version ng chacha ay mas malapit dun sa nararapat sa ating bayan kaysa yung hindi. Because, katulad ng discussion namin, leloy kagabi, mukhang inevitable na at some point there'll be some sort of constitutional change. Siguro amendment, if not total charter change. So, the best thing you can do right now is to push for the least bad version if not a really good version of that. Kaya, instead na maging cynical lang tayo, or maging complacent, so neither cynical nor complacent, right? Ang kailangan natin gawin dito is to scrutinize it, push back, organize, and make sure if cha-cha happens, at least it's not a really bad cha-cha, and hopefully, a good cha-cha for our country. On that note, thank you very much. Maraming salamat sa lahat ng mga nanon sa atin, ba't yung mga troll dyan na iba, o may sales case dyan, yung mga... Tapos na yung time ni Digong. Laos na kayo. Okay? Laos na kayo. Okay? Yung mga iba dyan. Laos na kayo. Yung six years na tinatry nyo i-troll kami. Wala rin eh. Laos rin naman kayo. Tapos magsasayon lang kayo ng oras ko dito. Alright. Alright. Salamat sa mga supporters natin. Sa lahat-lahat na nagmamahal sa atin. Peace. Uh, stay, stay tuned. Because in around 15 minutes or so, interview naman natin si... Uh, Attorney Ruben Carranza, international lawyer. Pag-usapan natin ICC, International Criminal Court. At pag-usapan natin ICJ, International Court of Justice. Big things are happening. At pag-usapan din natin, Maharlika Fun and Chacha. So, stay tuned and thank you very much sa lahat mga nakinig sa atin. God bless and talk to you soon. Check ko lang quality ng voice natin kasi uh, may mga sineset-up, set-up lang ako dito para lang sigurado. Alright? I hope ma-appreciate nyo. God bless and talk to you soon.